Because everything we say is everything you've wanted to hear. So you drop all your defenses, and you drop all your fears, and you trust us completely. Our podcast is perfect in every way. Because we make you feel so strong and so powerful inside, you listen to our podcast. But Loki's ego obscures reality, and we never bother to wonder why things are going so well. You want to know why? Because we do nurkies. Oh, I need a microphone. We do nurkies. Yeah, we do nurkies. We'll make you listen to our cast. I feel like I should know what that is. Eh? Mm-mm. Rollins band, liar. Oh, Henry Rollins? Yes. Nope. Well, again, they can't all be winners. <laughs> oh, and this was for the season finale. Well, it works because Loki's a liar. That's why I did this one. <sighs> Fucking fail. Not That's you, me. Fail. I failed. <laughs> Welcome well. to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two nerds who talk about, well... I should probably go back and redo this to say welcome to Everyman's Guide to Nerd and where we are two 30 to 40 something year olds who talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. You guys can uh, also catch us sometimes on the weekends and occasionally through the week streaming uh, on Twitch. Chris over there is a uh, Giver Unit 01. It's G U Y B E R U N T 01. And I stream under uh, K SIG. This K underscore S I G. And then. Um, yeah, we have so a special guest. Yeah, and we have a special guest, Mr. B. Rob, friend of the show. What's Welcome up, back, sir. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me back. I didn't know if I would ever be invited back. No, you're always invited back. It's just you actually have a life, and you do hey, stuff with your family. I didn't family. know since um, I uh, I've been dethroned as the most loyal listener, according to um, episode two of this Nerky, because <laughs> Hughes was deemed. So well, I Hughes has that to Chof. No, we gave it to Hughes. No. Oh, yeah, we're not going to give it to Hughes. Chof. Chof, Chof won the prize, I think. But. Chof, oh, won, yeah, the Chof prize. won the prize. Hope, yeah. um, Chof is up there. B-Rob is also up there for lawyer listeners. But I believe you admitted that you were behind. Right. That's yeah. why I couldn't get too upset about it. That's right. Yeah. No, I but be upset about it. No, we love B Rob. B Rob, can you is, can you, ima- can you imagine the hell that I would have gave you if I was listening to those yeah. in real time? <laughs> oh, I would have gotten texts left and right. So let's flirking, go over. Really, a flurkin. Let's yeah, let's go over this real quick because I've gotten shit today um, from Mister B Rob through text about how uh, we have failed. We we do admit we have failed. We admitted on the podcast too. We, we had trouble remembering every week. shit. Yeah, well, like weekly. We're, we're weekly fails, but it seems like we're failing more lately because we're doing more episodes closer together. Our, yeah, our rate of it. failure is staying the same. It's just the amount of failure because there's more content going out. It so it seems f- like we're failing more when actually we're pretty consistent at failing. I'll go with that. 
Mm-hmm. It's math. Wait. <laughs> Science! Quick facts. Flashback. Um, but, no, I, I will freely admit, we have had trouble remembering shit, and it was rough for a little bit there, for about, you know, five episodes. Um... So, yeah, but no, B-Rob's always welcome back here. B-Rob is a treasure trove of knowledge. Great friend of ours. Great friend of the show. Very loyal listener um, when he has time, when he's able to catch up. But again, yeah. he actually has a life, have, unlike Kyle and I. I am caught up on Bad Batch, though. So I think uh, that's the thing. Listening to all the Bad Batch ones, but I've been behind on Loki since I've been traveling a little bit. I haven't been able to watch Loki. Gotcha. Uh, I've been able to catch Bad Batch. So. What have you been thinking about Bad Batch? I've really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's it's not going the way that I thought it might. So, which is, I mean, it's great. I always love being surprised. Right. Um, and I, I, I love all of the um, the bringing in of people from from rebels and mm-hmm. just um, and just all the things from the Star Wars universe. Um, I really, and you know, Coda's Coda's really good when he's not silent. Coda. Yep, that's true. Um, when he's, he's not just, trained. He's speaking of treasure trove of knowledge he knows so much mm-hmm. um it's always great to listen and i always enjoy learning things or seeing things from a different perspective oh we love our, our little in-house wikipedia that's true right just um, random stuff too like from the score to like stuff that most of us don't even think about you I, know? I, if coda said you know at this point john williams scratched his right testicle right when it hit this note i wouldn't be surprised i bet i believe oh. him Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, Coda... Without documentation, anything, I would believe him. I mean, Coda can't leave his room to go into the hallway, but he knows... That's why he knows oh, no. so much. True. So, um... We are in episode six of Loki. We tried to get B-Rob in earlier for this, but timing just didn't work out. We would have loved to have him for this whole thing. But, B-Rob, what have been your thoughts on the show thus far? Um, I thought it's been a little slow. Um, I was a little concerned about that when I knew it was going to be six episodes trying to build up so much and explain things in a way I knew it wasn't going to be wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, like Falcon and winter soldier where you just jump right to it. Yeah. Um, I think they've done a really good job of of really giving Loki redemption in a way that I, I didn't think he would achieve. Um, and making him actually care for somebody other than Frigga. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they've, I thought Tom Hiddleston's done an amazing job and I've been, um, you know, and seeing Owen Wilson's character, I'm not a big Owen Wilson fan, but I think he's done an amazing job. So I'm turning the page on that one. Um, and the young lady playing and Sylvie has been great. So, I mean, I think, I think they did a really good job with casting a really good story, a really good job of making the TVA, um, really relevant, and, and you want to know about some of the hunters where they could easily just be throwaways, just be red shirts so running around. Yeah, like yeah, like you want to know, like okay, so what did she see when she, you know, from her variants past, you know, instead of just being like, I really don't care, just kill her already. Yeah. So, I'm texting you something that the missus showed me that I had no clue. Here it is, right here. So, did you know that Sylvie was a nursing mom this whole show? I did see that because I saw her. I saw um, an article where okay. she had pictures of her costume, and yeah, I did. Okay, see it's that. the same thing I just sent you. Then I didn't oh, know the one that. you sent me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like it's just a, so they made it. The designer made it so she could nurse her infant. 
through the costume. It had like hidden zippers. And it was just freaking amazing, like right. how they even thought of that to accommodate a nursing mom. Because, you know, mm -hmm. that's probably one of the most in intimate things a mother can do with a child to bond with them. Um, and it, it's just really cool. Just really cool. Um, yeah. We've enjoyed this show so far, if you all haven't. Yeah. Haven't gathered. Um, and then I got really excited for this episode. Um, was I let down by this episode a little, um, a bit? Yes. I'll say that. I thought it was still great, but it's because I didn't know where it was going to go. I'll put it that way. You had expectations going in. Yep. Yep. And which I shouldn't have. We know that that's a <laughs> sin. We, we should have learned that from WandaVision. Yep. Speaking of WandaVision, what is that? 24 Emmy nominations? Really? Uh, that. Uh, none, none for Mephesto, though. None for Mephesto. No. Not a single one for Mephesto. B Rob got that one, and I was wondering who was going to throw that one in first. Oh, um, that the, we're not even in the meat of the show yet. You just wait, it's coming. <laughs> that's we'll what I'm afraid in. of. Um, Least expected. Mandalorian had what, 26? Disney's raking it in. Um, yeah, except for Falcon and Winter Soldier. The only person who got nominated was Don. And he didn't even know how it happened. He was like, I was in it for two minutes. Yeah. So I'm disappointed in that one because I really I think because I really, really liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. So um, with that, let's get started on episode six for all time always. Are you guys seeing the stream? No. Waiting for you to start. I think you're on the. Is it still not starting? Yeah, it's like it's catching up. It's doing this weird fast forward thing right now. Okay. Okay, yep. Okay, now we're synced. We're okay. in sync. Okay. So we're starting off where it's just the recap of all five episodes. Um, and we know that Sylvie found Loki, Loki's. And they all found the Lokais, uh, and they found all the castles at the end of time. Yep. Um, B Rob, who was your favorite Loki up to this point? One and two. Uh oh. Uh oh, you're on mute. Sorry, I coughed. I forgot to go. What do you mean, one and two? Uh, like who your first? Like out of the like who your first? Oh, out of there. Uh, alligator Loki is number one. How could he not? Dang be? It. Yep. That's <laughs> what so I was going to pick. Um, and then honestly, man, I really want to say Golden Age Loki. Um, Classic Loki. Yep. But uh, but I would say probably Sylvie. Honestly. Are you? Are we talking outside of Loki and Sylvie? No, no, no. That that's totally what I'm talking yeah. about there. So those those would be those would be, those would be my two. And and Sylvie's honestly number one. But and Gator Gator Loki's badass. So croaky he is. Oh, croaky. Um, I like I like Coolio Loki. Slide, slide, and, slippy slide. Mm hmm. Yep. I just, I just love how they made his hair to the horns, like. 
That was that was awesome. Pippi Long and Loki. Then, then like Cousin 80 Loki. Also like Cousin 80 <laughs> I forgot Loki. about that. You love that one. Yeah. Um, so I would say Sylvie's my number one. You know, uh, our Loki, I still love our Loki. I think he's amazing. Tom Hiddleston's just amazing. But I'd say Sylvie. And then I really, really, really liked classic Loki. Uh, the actor did a great job. What was he his did. name? Yeah. Uh, Richard Grant, right? Or I think so. No. Uh, Richard was something. That? To the interwebs. Richard D. Grant. Monet. I remember him from, like I said, I remember him from Doctor Who. I remember him from Hudson Hawk. <laughs> All things. He was in Hudson Hawk, wasn't he? Yeah. Good old Bruce Willis, Hudson Hawk. For those of you who oh. are very young that are listening to this, do yourself a favor and watch Hudson Hawk. It's a it's a treasure. It is it is a treasure. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> so right, catch the excitement, catch the adventure, catch the hawk. Hudson Hawk. Okay, so I'm going to rewind this just a little bit. So once we get to the uh, Marvel screen, this we, was cool. This was awesome because we started hearing all these voices. The first voice we heard was Sam. Said, "Way to go, Tic Tac." Quick, Kyle. Who was he talking to? You gonna put me on the spot? Uh, bail me out, B Rob. Ant Man. Who is the size of a Tic Tac? Oh, okay, yeah. We know he wasn't talking about Chris Evans. You know what I'm saying? Um. Then Just we beefy. see Hope. That's how you punch Black Panther yelling Wakanda forever. Ant Man, you haven't heard of me. Then you hear, um, let me put you on hold. Then one of my favorite lines of all time from any of the Marvel movies, Dance Off Bro. Um, we know that's Star-Lord. Thor, a friend from work from Ragnarok. Uh, Steve, I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. Hank. What's he say? I'll... I'll show you ferocity. Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel. You hear Loki. We have a Hulk. And we hear... <laughs> I love this. They put Korg in. Of all the characters, they put Korg in. We're going to jump on that spaceship and we're going to get out of here. Want to come? Love that line. Which, by the way, Korg, if you haven't seen it this week, has ushered in Deadpool officially into the MCU. Which was really cool. Nice. Um, From the company that killed Thanos twice. The <laughs> oh, I do like how this episode did fix some issues. So, like from Endgame? Um, I didn't know that part. Okay, so we get to the local, uh, the uh, Marvel Studios Loki. Um, it says, man, we think of time as a one-way motion. Then you hear Neil Armstrong, one st small step for man. Mm -hmm. I didn't know this one. Greta Thornburg. Or Thunberg. Yeah. How dare they? That's why you gotta I only watch know the it because I always, watch, I always watch on subtitles, yeah. So, yeah, see, I didn't know that. Um, 
I've been doing subtitles a lot more lately, but it's... My problem is, if I watch it with subtitles, sometimes I'll pay attention to the subtitles and not the screen. I'll pay more attention to the subtitles than the screen. Right. I've been um, watching it mainly because I want to make sure that I'm right about names. Yeah. So. Note, Chris, note to self, start watching subtitles. Um, well, and there's a lot of scenes if there's like like a radio in the background or there's like far off noises, I can't hear it at all, period. Nothing. And I've, and we've said this before, like watch the subtitles. You, we've said, me and you, Chris, have said yep. this, watch the subtitles. Yep. You'll pick up so much more and you'll figure out like what they actually said instead of what you think they said. And you'll pick up on a lot of little nuances. Actually, when the big bad came on for this episode, I had to turn on subtitles because I couldn't hear the big bad. Right. Ooh. You so, just went back and watched the whole thing like that. I'm about to. Mm. Uh, Fair enough. They're just going through historic figures right now. Nelson Mandela. Um, just all sorts of people. And then you hear Loki, Glorious Purpose. Um, vision, what is grief if not love? What do you say? And then you... It's just going through all these voices. And then finally you hear Sylvie open your eyes. And I'm not going to lie, when I saw this, I thought this was the Rainbow Bridge originally. So, but... kind of has that look a little bit. It does have the look, but what did you guys think it was? Or did you know? I had no idea. I mean, I knew it yeah. was, you know, what she saw in her, like, little brief vision before, right. and then how the episode ended, but I... <laughs> I, had, I had no idea what the castle was going to be. I, I was more consumed by the look trying to see what they were doing with the different to see later is the universes as they stack right but uh, i thought that was a cool representation of how things work and i will tell you disney has done such a great job with these shows like delving into this and like the cg is freaking amazing mm -hmm. um, it's just i'm still blown away by it and they, they stuck with the you know off earth cosmic kind of um like synth wave techno color scheme that you, you see a little bit with asgard and you see with some other places right in the previous movies you get the purples like the neons you get the neon pinks and the purples and the blues and yeah yeah dr strange for, yeah very specific feel of the location it it makes you i mean i think that's you know the the magic where it makes you think you're actually there with them. Mm -hmm. So I think, they, I think they've accomplished what they set out to do, at least to me. Yeah. Okay, so, so they get up to the castle, Sylvie's like, Are you, aren't you going to tell me not to kick down the door? And Loki's just basically like, no. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just, they're just talking, and it's that weird, awkward first date talks that they do. Mm-hmm. And they finally go in. Well, not yet. Yeah, as you can see, she's just like trying to gather herself. She's like, I need a moment before I can just like burst in here and do this. Yeah, I mean, this is what she's been waiting for. Mm -hmm. I mean, for a very long time. So, um, literally her entire life. Yep. Literally, literally. I think that's why I'm so surprised that she didn't just kill uh, Ravana. Yeah. Since Ravana's the one that 
did this essentially to her. Yeah. I'm completely surprised by that one too. Like that took me by shock. I was for sure she was going to kill her. I really can't believe nobody's punted Miss Minutes yet. It's like a football. She's just annoying. Well, remember he tried to swat her on episode two. She's quick. But yeah, she's too quick. So, okay. Quick little hologram. What do you guys think Miss Minutes is? She's obviously a sneaky bitch. She's a sneaky bitch. Um, I don't know. Like, if she's she's not AI, she's not AI. Is she? I'm trying to figure out if she's actually directly tied to the big bad, or if she's kind of on her own with her own agenda. It's hard to tell. Why do you say she's not AI? Well, okay, let me put it this way. She's not the AI that we would know, like the Tony Stark Jarvis or Friday AI. Maybe she could be like 31st century AI. Oh, I see what you're saying. See, and that's and that's what my thought was, because that's what I kind of felt like, um, particularly after episode five, I felt like that kind of um, honed it in more for me, that it was more of a, excuse me, 31st century type Jarvis. Um, okay, I'll go with that. The servant slash... Um, administrative assistant, right? You know, see, and I, I, I don't know because my I got Keeper going with the whole cosmic thing. Like maybe it's a different kind of race that they found that they're bringing in. Like, would you be able to? Well, yeah, I mean, the cutesy cartoon the, race, yeah, the cartoon cartoon race. It's just another dimension. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. So what if she's a variant? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, her other self is like a digital clock, and then there's like a grandfather clock. <laughs> yeah. One's a Hispanic clock. clock, and it's Miss yeah. Minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one dimension is like just an Apple Watch floating. Senorita around. Minute. Senorita Minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Apple Watch. Then there's another version. She's a Samsung watch. Mm hmm. Yeah. And then another one she comes out as R2-D2. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, they're walking in and they see these statues. Very, like, I don't know what's going on with this castle. They, um, like, there's all these lines going through. It almost looks like lightning or cracks. I was trying to figure it out. The statues, I'm not sure about. Like. It's, it's Shazam. It's what? It's not Shazam. Ah. You went away, so I didn't get that one off, so. Oh, I was still listening. I just had to hit the quick mute, so I didn't know if I Because I had a child interrupt us. Oh, child interrupt us, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Oh, B-Rob has that disease also, ladies and gents. Um, It happens. It does. Happens to the best of us. But Miss Minutes appears and goes, hey, y'all. And she said, welcome to the castle at the end of time. So we know that what the name of this castle is now. This kind of sounds like a Disney ride. Actually, it kind of does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Come to Tomorrowland, and then next to that, the castle at the end of time. All aboard the castle at the end of time. What happens when you ride it? You get shown out of the park. Oh. Oh. 
We're beings at the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> Little animatronics everywhere. They're all Miss Minutes. Variant Miss Minutes. <laughs> Clocks. One breaks down. <laughs> uh, they're dark rides. Um, and Miss Minutes is just talking very calmly to them, walking around, following them. It's like, you all had a very long journey. He's impressed. Who's impressed? And she says, he who remains. Okay. All right. What did you all think when, did you all know who he who remains is when they said this? Because I did not. I had to really think about this. I cheated and looked it up after the episode. Yeah, I I thought I did. I thought I did. I, I, thought... second, I second guessed myself whenever he actually appeared mm-hmm. because of just how it was portrayed. Right. But then I thought harder and realized and got it more. So, or got, I feel like my assumptions were correct in a different way. Right. I, I had, I, I freely admit, I had no clue. I couldn't. I'm like, he who remains, and then um, once we get a little deeper into this, we'll explain who he was in the comics. Um, Loki asked, and who is he? And he created all, and he controls all. At the end, it is only he who remains. Very cult-like here. Miss Minnis says, and he wants to offer you a deal. He's been making a few creative adjustments, and he's worked it out so we can all reinsert both of y'all back into the timeline. She's basically offering them a deal um, where it won't disrupt the sacred timeline. Um, The TVA will still be around doing their work and they can get what they've always wanted. What Loki always wanted was um, she offered him a couple different scenarios. Um, What was the scenarios? It was uh, beating the Avengers, Mm -hmm. the Infinity Gauntlet, And was there a third one? Mm. Oh, ruling Asgard. Yeah. Oh, and kill Thanos. Did you see the look of like just almost joy on Loki's face when she said kill Thanos? He was really considering it heavily. I think. I've said it once. Well, I feel like, and I think that really just drove home that redemption factor because he did not live that life where he grew to love Thor and, and, and turn into the person that he was turning into. So to see that look on his face, um, as well as, um, a few other things that, um, that have happened, um, man, it just really, it really just drove that point home to me that, man, this, if only this could have happened so much sooner, so many things could have been different right. for this guy. So let me ask you this, B-Rob. Do you think that he always thought this way and it just took this isolation, this throwing it back in his face, how terrible he has been to people, to make him realize it? Or do you think that it just it was just an epiphany? I think it's silly. I mean, I think this is the first person other than Frigga that he truly cares about. He feels cares for him with no ulterior motive because I still don't think he saw that from Thor because of kind of their Rocky relationship, even though, you right. know, Thor did come around and feel that way. Um, definitely in, um, dark world. I feel like. Oh when that yeah. Started yeah. To change. Yep. Yep. So, um, but he didn't live that. So, so again, I feel like he, she, since she's the first person since Frigga to really 
get him to think about things. Um, but I do think some of it was getting when with Sith punch him in the face and reliving those moments and getting <laughs> that said to him repeatedly. I mean, I think that would make anybody really think about it too. But I, I don't. I think Sylvie is what pushed him over the cliff. She's like his Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Right. Except so that, when no, I'm a Jiminy Cricket, he's attracted to. I'm starting to wonder, and I have been a lot through this series. Is is this completely changing all the events of everything that we've seen, or is this a lead up to the events that we've already seen? Because this is still chronological timeline past Loki. This isn't, you know, this is pre Loki death Loki, or is this even the same Loki? So we're gonna get into this time travel shit that you hate. Mm. And so is this going to go back and change all the events of everything that we've already seen? Or is this going to be, you know, end up in a culmination of how the, what caused the events that we already seen to happen? Right. I don't, I don't think it changes anything with Loki since, since this was a different branch that ultimately got pruned. I mean, I think the path that he was supposed to walk, like like um, Mobius said, um, you know, when he gets killed and everything, I think, that, I mean, that's that's the path. But mm-hmm. or at least that's the path we're meant to think is everything, right? Right, but, right. You know, three geeks uh, on a Zoom call in another dimension, maybe saying, maybe talking about cro- alligator Loki like that. So who knows? You know? God, I hope so. I wish he'd get his own show. I'd watch the shit out of that. I'm thinking I think about Kid that Loki now. deserves his own show. Oh, Kid, Kid Loki, Loki would awesome. be amazing. If you put Kid Loki with Jimmy, woo, and, Darcy, <laughs> and Baron Zemo dancing in the background, man, that's a show. That's an no, Academy I'm, Award winner. I want, I want Alligator Loki with Jimmy Woo and Darcy out there solving crimes in like a mystery machine. Like Alligator Loki could be like the Scooby Doo. That just kind of growls at things. Gives him a little instead, of, instead of Scooby snacks, he eats hands. Yes. Yeah. He's got a jar of hands. <laughs> Do you want a hand, Croaky? Mm-hmm. Um, you did a good. Let's give, give the crocodile a hand. He did a good job. Uh, give it a hand. And then the uh, Mobius is the cool cop on the force. Instead of riding the motorcycle, he comes in on the jet ski every time, even when there's not water. Is there like the Miami Vice theme song playing behind him. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> He's like, I'm here to solve, solve a crime. Man, uh, boastful Yogi with penny loafers and no socks. And just <laughs> <laughs> boastful Loki, Loki would have been a good Dick Dastardly, like always changing disguises and then saying, oh, by the way, I killed Thor like this. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> and he'd always be doing his nah. mustache. <laughs> right. I would have got away with it too. Oh, oh, and then your uncle Randy you, Thor could, could be his Muttley. Randy, Th- was Randy Thor, oh, a, or Randy Loki could be Randy Thornton. Never mind. <laughs> Randy Loki could be his Muttley. Okay, Dude, I'll tell you the variant that we didn't talk about that was amazing. That was President Loki. Oh, he was great. I liked President Loki. Straight yeah. out of the comic, I'd vote for him. You got to hand it to him. He did. Well, because he can't now. He's got the nub. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. <laughs> it went, he went, I hope that he shows back up and he has a hook hand. So he does that full 
like right. hand bitten off by the crocodile. Now he has a hook. And he, he goes, the Mobius? He's Captain Hook. Cat, President Loki's Captain Hook early on. He's got, yeah. Mobius? Mobius Pan? No. <laughs> and Kid Loki is really supposed to be Peter Pan. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd be I'll Ron Home Jack? Run Home Jack. Run Home. Such a great I want movie. classic Loki to be Rufio. Just for the twist. <laughs> Glory. I can't even. I can't even think how they would do that. Just bang a ring. I, I got. I wish I could work that in. I got nothing. I'm figure that out. It, it'll be the I'm end of the episode. You're randomly gonna go bang a purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Glorious porpoise. Yep. Glorious porpoise. That's I sent you. That. Yeah, you sent me that. <laughs> Glorious porpoise. Um, it was a picture <laughs> of a dolphin, but with uh, Loki horns. So Miss Menace is just Classic. offering, yeah. Miss Miss Menace is just offering them the reality that they want, that they've mm-hmm. always wanted. And you can see the struggle within our Loki. I thought Tara Strong did great at this part, where she just got real quiet all those years on the run, desperate, alone. You know, she offered. She's basically offering her her life. Right. Like two Lokis in the same place. It's like both of us together on the timeline. Miss Minutes, like it's crazy, but he could make it work. And I mean, they're really considering this. Well, at least our Loki. So I think she did a little bit. To be fair, I don't think she. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she considered it for long. No, but I bet the thought crossed her mind. Because then she just goes, "It's fiction." And Loki, our Loki says, we write our own destinies now. Miss Minutes, oh, sure you do. Good luck with that. And then she disappeared. I love Miss Minutes. Do you? I do. You know, the, the little room that they're in right now kind of gave me a little bit of a vibe. Of, what? Was Agnes's little basement. Yes. Witch room. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, did you notice the color of the lights that was in there? It's purple. Purple. Ooh. It was light purple. Light purple. <laughs> um, that conniving bitch Miss Minutes again come back turn <laughs> shit up. and she's in there with Judge Renslayer and mm-hmm. Renslayer is downloading something and she goes it's downloading right now and Renslayer grabs it and says this isn't what I asked for and she goes I know but he thinks this will be more useful and then Renslayer's just like who she says happy reading and disappears <laughs> happy reading happy see you re- later <laughs> yeehaw it is purple Light purple. It's light purple. It looks like one of those, like, it'd be like a black light room with, like, all the colors splashed around that you would just... Right. Yeah. So at this point, this is when I thought, this it has to be Kang at this point. It's The castle is purple. Castle at the end of time. Control someone named Miss Minutes. I'm like, it has to be Kang. But we haven't seen anything yet. So they go into this... Room where there is four pedestals, but only three statues left. And one mm-hmm. of the statues is on the ground crumbled. And this was something I was wanting to go back and look into, and I didn't. I don't know what this is symbolic of. My guess is, like, maybe the timekeepers? Well, because there were three other well, three android mm-hmm. timekeepers. There's only three statues here. The fourth one's bust. I don't know. 
I mean, what'd you think, There's, B-Rob? I kind of thought about the timekeeper thing, and then I think I, I don't think I ever really got anywhere with it. Well, then this door opens, and who do we see? A man with green pants and a purple prince-like cloak. Just very Lando Calrissian. He's like, this is wild. And this is the guy... Game blouses. <laughs> Game blouses. Do you want to come back to my house for some pancakes? <laughs> um, uh, if he would have offered him pancakes, that would have been great. That would have been it. Um, darling, so we don't get a right for these people. <laughs> um, when they open the door, this is the guy. I don't know his name. Do you know his name, B Rob, the actor? Whatever until you ask me that. To the interwebs, Kyle. Um, I know he's on that HBO show, Lovecraft, Lovecraft County, Lovecraft. that just got canceled. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, and he's He's the guy that got signed on, that got confirmed as King the Conqueror in Ant-Man and right. the Wasp. What is it? What's the title? Uh, Adventures in the Quantumverse? Or Quantumania? Yeah. Quantumania. Quantumania. And they confirmed him. So when they showed Jonathan him Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors? Yep. Um, okay, well, I guess he is King, man. That's the Quantum mania, yeah. They confirmed yeah. him, but I'm like, this is Kang. This has got to be Kang at this point since he showed up. Little do we know that they throw us a little curveball. Um, he's just nuts. I mean, do you guys think he's just nuts at this point? Just Very eccentric, right? And they go. That's when. This is when I started. on the couch and all this just just being eccentric this is when i started to like second guess myself on what i thought right so because he's just weird he is weird he's he's extremely he's just sitting there calmly eating an apple and he's like not what cool to see with mm -hmm. with uh kurt russell's ego like with the egos you know, ego yeah, like just to see the, these two characters in the same scene together would have been freaking cool. Yes. Well, and he's random like random thought that popped in. You know, you tell me you think I'm a disappointment. I'm just a man. Sylvie goes after him, and he like goes really quick, like Pietro quick. She tries to go after him again. Same thing, and you can just hear him chuckling. And then they get to the top of this elevator, and he's standing there smiling. He's like, "Come in." And Sylvie just has this I'm pissed look on her face as she's entering. And it says, you know, he who remains one, two. I had to turn on the subtitles here because I could not hear him at this point. The music was super loud and he was super soft. And he's like, please take a seat. Um, so this reminded me a lot of the Inner Sanctum, too. Something about it might be the windows. Right. What's on the board? I want to go back here. Looks like something written in chalk. See the little chalkboard? Right. Okay, so I, I guess we're probably the same spot. Loki has his sword out. Yeah, I see it. And something circled. Something circled. I wonder if that's like a quantum theory. 
some type of formula. Now, like from here, so okay, so we have the room and we got to pause and you see all the purples and stuff. Right. Right. And then we got the lines like we see through the rest of the castle. It's just like it's a really, like, uh, you know, what you say, like modern gothic looking room. And it's like at this point, it's kind of when I realized. So you, you have Loki holding the sword, which is what it's a fire sword, right? Was it fire or electricity? Fire. Fire over the fireplace. Like holding it perfectly over the fireplace. So you've got the candles with the fire in the background, you got the fireplace, and you got the fire sword all right there. You know instantly that this is leading up to Mephisto. God bless it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Got it in there. That I'm has been the six episodes he's gotten me. Um, the, hanging on every word until the end. Until the end. <clears throat> so the where you have it paused right now, that harness he's wearing for a sword, the sheath. Yeah. The castle outline of like the electricity, it looks like a tether. So he looks like he's one of those kids on the the uh, uh, leashes. Oh yeah. That's all I that's all I could <laughs> see at this part. Um Philo the hyper hypo kid from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> And it's not. I it, thought about that a long time. I love you, you know. Um, God, I'm going like way back and digging deep in the vault there. It is, <clears throat> but this part was just this part was super intense because he who remains is serving them tea, mm-hmm. and he's like Loki. Loki and Sylvie doesn't say I'm not Loki or don't call me Loki. And they look super on guard. Oh yeah. I mean, they're not putting their swords down at any point in time. They finally take a seat, but notice their swords are at the ready still. Cut back to judge Rainslayer in her office packing. And you see Mobius come in, and he's like, I'm back! I'm back, fellas! And she tells him, if if anyone was going to come back from the void, it was going to be you. And, you know, they're just chit-chatting, chit-chatting, chit-chatting back and forth. Shooting the shit. While we got him, I'm going to pause real quick, while we got him here, because I've asked you this, now we got a third person here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so B-Rob, the symbol's on the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are they hourglasses or an, or a or stylized ties. infinity symbol? Or a version of both? Mm. I think they're hourglasses. But it could very easily be something else. I don't, I don't know why I'm so hung up on these doors and those symbols, but it just... It's like, every time it's I'm like a couple episodes you. ago, you were hung up on hexagons, so... Oh, yeah, and then there's hands, for one. Chris got hung up on dicks for a while. Like, there's been a lot of stuff. That... Yep. Mm, say that's the Bad Batch, though, where you guys are all hung up on that stuff. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, I, think they're, I think they're hourglasses. But... It makes sense being the TVA. Um, look, you can see Renslayer's um, safety patrol sash back there. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> her, her hall monitor. Her hall monitor pass. You got a pass. You think she, that's what she should have yelled when he walked in. Probably started off as the right. TVA hall monitor. <laughs> and she worked her way up. Soon worked she'll her be way on up fries. The rank. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and what did she say? Uh, Mo, uh, Mobius says, where are we? She goes, uh, so you're going to prune me? said, I like that idea, but you know, my standards might be a little bit higher in that area than yours. You know, with close personal friends. And she's like, I'm sorry. I couldn't let you get in the way of our mission. And he's like, what mission? Everything's fake that we know. And then Renslayer says, it couldn't have been for nothing. That's why I had to prune you. Prune you, D-100, D-90, come to my office immediately. So you know that this is where Renslayer is, it's the mission or nothing. Because now she's feeling that if she doesn't uncover the truth, this is what I was gathering at this point. If she wasn't uncovering the truth, then her whole life, or the life that she knew, was without meaning. Mm -hmm. I think that's Good what soldiers follow orders. Good that is exactly what I feel like with her. Oh. That is what I've thought the entire time is just, Good she is that. Point, she is that. Good point, sir. Just took the wind right out of my cells and the breath right out of my chest. That was good. Oh my God. That was... We need a small little blonde child coming in here now. Mm -hmm. Calling her what, Kyle? Uh, it should be uh, Renslayer. Renslayer. <laughs> And then wait, she had to call for backup. <laughs> had to call for backup, so she would, uh, who would she be calling? Um, like B-15 or D-90. Oh, D-90. What'd they call them? Um, they, those were uh, Minutemen. Minutemen. But mm -hmm. if they or had the, to go uh, after someone, who would they go for? Oh, the Hunters. Hunter. <laughs> Dang it, that was a long... <laughs> but it was worth it, because I love hearing you do that. <laughs> Keep leading me on there. We'll get there eventually. But it was good. I love hearing you do that. Sorry. Hunter. Rekka. Rekka. Tech. She needs tech support. Uh, her Miss Minutes is broken. Uh. <laughs> and uh, he pulls out this pen and he's like, we know your little secret. And she goes, what did you do? Then we see this uh, these lockers and we see B-15 Hiding around the corner. And it says, Friedmont, Ohio in 2018. And we see the hunters going after her, the Minutemen. And then we see that same pin in this jar. Mm -hmm. She runs into this office. And the hunters, like, stand down. She's like, you need me? And she's like, you know, just basically, just listen to me. And out pops who, gentlemen? Renslayer. A variant. A variant. And she's dressed like a, would you say like, not really, a, would you say she's a principal or a um, I don't know. I wish counselor? my teachers or principals looked like that when I was in high school. I would agree. Mine were all in their 90s. Um, she is good looking. Kyle thinks that um, Crokey was a lot better looking, but that's just him. It's, yeah, we'll have her things. <laughs> okay we're not here to judge does that look like steve buscemi in the background on the poster which one 
uh, behind Renslayer and I think D90. that's a lady. You, I'm pretty sure that's a lady. You think it's a lady? Steve yeah. I think it looks like Steve Buscemi. Look at what look how she's dressed. Mm-hmm. Like Kyle said, everybody has their things. Yeah, well, yeah. I happen to see Steve Buscemi everywhere apparently. Mm-hmm. It's probably really a thing. We go out to a restaurant. Uh, will there be anything else you'd like for uh, an appetizer, sir? Uh, yes, Steve. Thank you. It's doing it again. I mean, it kind of looks like. I, I'll give that one to you. A little bit. It kind of does from afar. Or a Jack McBrayer. Oh, let me get a little further away. <sighs> yeah. That's probably who it looks like a little bit more to me now that you say that. That yeah, just because of like the nose and the, like just the, the face, yep. the features, and like the, the weird, big, the, the weird smile. Instead of a forehead, he's got kind of a five head. Yeah, <laughs> which is Jack. <laughs> um, but they're like Judge Renslayer, and like what? And who are you? And what the hell are you doing in my school? So she's probably the principal. Wait, wait, wait. You Science saw her counselor. degree back there. In the Ohio State University. Yep. Because she couldn't get into Oklahoma State University. That's true. Yeah. Renslayer. Renslayer. Uh, I feel like she's more of a sooner than anything. Oh, it's got her real name on there. Rebecca Peppermint? Torminate. Okay, I'm gonna look that up. Carry on. Okay. Did you get it? Uh yeah, this is. Variant. Okay. Okay. So we got some more information on her here on Marvel Fandom Variant. <clears throat> Rebecca Tormenay, a school vice principal from Ohio, was taken from the sacred timeline by the TVA. Okay. So this is a backup. She eventually reached the rank of TVA judge under the name Ravona Renslater. She wasn't Ravona as a radi- as a radiant as a variant. She's radiant. Um, she, she's very radiant. She uh, took Great on that buffalo. name. <laughs> Great white buffalo. <laughs> so she took on the the moniker of Renslayer. So what do you think yep. that means? Okay, because you know, like in the past, like if Smith, you'd be like some sort of Smith. She's the Slayer of Wrens. What's a Wren? I don't know. Is it like the Isn't Knights of Ren? None left. It's it's a bird. Oh, it is. But Ren's W R E N. Maybe they couldn't spell. Maybe they didn't. Maybe have time on a different timeline. Maybe on a different timeline. Did you timeline, see B Rob? No, caught you missed. Did you see B Rob's head? That was a bust a move head. <laughs> that was a come to my hood. That was a bust a move and challenge me head. <laughs> well, maybe. He <laughs> <laughs> did the no. You didn't. <laughs> Maybe it's Ren like like a Egyptian Ren. Yeah, or maybe like it's the you know. Knights of Ren. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Too. Actually, that would be awesome if they brought over a Kylo Ren, the one who was like the janitor on the Death Star. There were multiple Ravona Ren Slaters. Ren Slaters. Wait, in this Valeria, show or on the, the Valeria Richards? Well, I'm I'm talking just from the canon. Valeria Richards. Was bio reengineered and conditioned to become Ravona Renslayer. Valeria was? 
Uh huh. The doctor, daughter, daughter yeah. Reed Richards. Reed, and Susan yeah. Storm. Franklin's older sister. Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't know that one. Did you know that one, B Rob? I did not know that. Aha, I found something that you guys didn't know by looking it up on the internet. <laughs> mm. You're probably you probably it's probably just because you put it in Wikipedia, so it's on the internet. He probably did. Yeah. To be fair, he also put in an entry on himself that. Uh, yeah, Kyle has is, magical awesome. farts and he rides on a train and he farts out lollipops. That mm-hmm. was an entry can't, for a while. Can't disprove it. I don't want to prove it either. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in the castle and he, uh, what do they call him? I keep wanting to call him he who must not be named, but that's not him. We just he call that guy Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kano or Kangamort. Um He who remains, he's saying, you know, lots of running, lots of pain. And you, and he's just kind of cocky. He's like, You're a flea on the back of a dragon in for one hell of a ride. But you did manage to hang on. It's almost like he's congratulating him. You know, I guess that counts for something. I'm not quite sure you understand the situation. You've lost. We found you. He said, duh, of course you did. Sophie goes after him, goes to swing, and he goes back again. He's like, oh, you're still doing that? Let's get this all out of the way. And he grabs this file. It's a book. Um, He starts sifting through it in the top page. Top two pages he grabs. And then shows him. He goes, you can't kill me because I already know what's going to happen. And it's just like the machine when Loki was talking everything he ever said he had to sign. This is the time. This is what they're going to do. This is what they're going to say. It's all mapped out. Yeah. And just, uh, carry on, be right back. Okay. So he's saying, he basically programmed it into his pit boy to get away from them. I mean, what were you thinking at this point, B-Rob? You know, again, I think this is, I was thinking so hard about other things. This, I don't know. I think this is one of those things that just kind of, and this went by me. It's, and I didn't. Cause, do you think it's because Disney has conditioned us at this point, the mouse has conditioned us to think that there's something deeper every single turn? Well, I think it's that, but I think also because of of the podcast, I think we feel we owe it to people mm-hmm. to look for these things. I mean, you got Kyle looking at hexagons. True. True. Um, you thinking everything is Mephisto related. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not you wrong. Know. Yeah. I mean, we all do it, but I mean, I think it's, I think, I think, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think everything, whether it's, uh, you know, looking for those little things and um, I kind of liken it to just, and I, I say this because uh, my kids just recently got into that She-Ra remake that was on netflix they just finished it and i was trying to tell them about the original show that had that little animal that Mm -hmm. looked like in every show that you had to find and at the end of the show told you about the the moral of the story yep yep yep. um yeah and they didn't understand what the hell i was talking about like yeah you know you had to look and try and find him and then at the end of the show everybody would see him but you tried to find him and they're like what and i was like never mind and so but i think that's just you, you spend so much time looking for these little things or all these easter eggs and easter i mean and marvel does this i mean 
has done it so much. All the Easter eggs. You spend mm-hmm. so much time as a super thinking you're trying to prove you're a super fan by like, oh, well, this is what this meant, you know? Yeah. Or this means, you know, Reed Richards is going to be there next, you know? I mean, we're still let down by the whole engineer comment from, you know, WandaVision because we're still waiting on him. We st- um, and we know this engineer is coming. Right. Well, and now, I mean, yeah, and now they're doing this. but So now it just further, like, okay, he's coming, but we don't know when. And we think every little thing is like, oh, it's going to be next one, or it's, it's going to be it's going to be he's going to show up in spider-man or he's going to show up in uh you know whatever right so. i'll watch watch the engineer will show up in the second to last movie which will be ant-man and wasp in 2023 right. because we know the last right. movie is supposed to be fantastic four at this point right so i uh, i don't think i think that's exactly what they do because i don't know if it makes any sense to bring them in other than showing a four or Baxter tower or some other right. Allude to them coming in. But right. I, I don't think it makes sense until they do it until you like they until like the end of Kang or, you know, whatever it is. Right. I don't know. Um, Kyle's having some technical difficulties. So you and I will carry this beer up. Um, hey, while we're doing this, I yeah. want to. I'm going to forget if I don't say it now. Yeah, no, because, no, say it now, um, please. The mm-hmm. I think it was the mm-hmm. second episode. You guys talked about um, everybody getting together and renting out the theater to watch Black Widow and stuff. Well, obviously, I missed the boat on that. And I don't know that you guys did it, but anytime something like that comes up, shoot me a text because I'm all about that. Because just in case I'm an episode or two behind for whatever mm-hmm. reason, but. I think that would have been really cool. Well, I, I'm still honestly considering doing it. Well, I've still got a little bit of time before August hits. I'll tell you um, what we did last week for my oldest 10th birthday. Um, remind me, I'm going to have to send you the the video of it. Um, we rented this giant, I, you probably saw it on my Facebook, the giant water slide that we rented. Yeah. 19 yeah. feet high. That thing was a blast. Right. And not at like this big event where there's a million people. So the kids got to go down it as many times as they want. Um, I wouldn't even mind doing something like that just to have, you know, a bunch of the right. our regulars over. Right. So I yeah. agree. So, I mean, I'm down and I'll, and I'll, I'll throw in for it. So I'm not, um, but I think that would be, that would be cool or anything we can do to, um, you know, to get us together now that stuff's opening up. Yeah. And, um, people are more, you know, well, I definitely whatever, want so. to just so you all know, too, you know, I know we're going off track, but if you know, we're on this will be like episode 45, I think 44, 45. Um, if you all are just now figuring out that we go off the rails. Keep listening. Um, and I know Kyle can't hear anything. Because he's still fixing this. But yeah, it, I mean, that's what we do on this show. So, I mean, this is an open invite. We'd love to talk to you. If you guys just even want to chit-chat with us, feel free. We'd love to talk. Um, my big plan is to get the four guys ag- together again. Um, we're going to do um, Kyle, myself, B-Rob, and Justin again. Do another um, state of the nerd or just something that we can all talk about. Just something fun. Um Actually, we might do the beer testing. That might be a fun one to do. Um, the beer t- Oh, yeah. Beer testing episode. Um, and right. then um, 
we're definitely going to have Chof on, so we need to call him, too. But yeah, I'd love to get together for all that stuff. Um, let's see. Oh, let me text Kyle here. Uh, restart. Go XLR. Okay. Basically, he's telling them, you know, um, I've know I know everything that's going to happen here. I everything the TVA, everything you know, the talking, the little look by the lake, and then they kind of give each other this guilty look, like quite sentimental, very touching, by the way. And so he's like, "No, we broke out of your little game. That's how we got here." And she's like, "We we've, we've got you." And he remains like, "No, wrong. Every st step you took to get here." Lamentus, the void, I paved the road. I like how he did this part. Just like, you know, I'm the mastermind, you're my pawns. Right. Um, you guys just walk down it. Um, and then, <laughs> looks like Kyle's going to have to rejoin us. So, good thing that I am recording this on the podcaster right now, too. He's going to have a lot of editing to do. And he's just basically, you know, you can't get to the end until you take your journey. Stuff needs to happen. Uh, very medieval, like, quest-like to me. It's like, you know, in order to get to the end of your journey, like, like The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings, it's not about the end, but it's what happened at the start and in between to get to the end. So... At this point, who did you think this was? I didn't know at this point, because I'm like, this can't be Kang at this point. I'm like, this cannot be Kang. Because this guy is too rational. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Hold on. I'm like, this guy is just way too rational. He is... Uh, Kang is a megalomaniac. And he's just, you know, Kang is just evil. He's a conqueror. There's a reason his name's Kang the Conqueror. I'm like, there's no way this could be him. I mean, what did you think at this point? I had originally thought it was Immortus. The version of Kang um, that ultimately became an agent for uh, the TVA. Um, because he was doing things so peacefully. Um, and then I, part of me might've also thought this was actually the original Franklin Richards. Oh, which would be another tie into fantastic four. Right. Well, wasn't, wasn't correct me if I'm wrong. Was there not a version of Kang in the comics who was Franklin? So he was the original. He was the scientist. He was the ancestor of Reed that originally found the old Doom Tech. I think it was Doom Tech. Uh, the time, the time machine, or the time travel apparatus, and then took it back. Found all the or found all the multiverses and different. If I remember right, different versions of himself all came together to try to to help each 
universe. Right. Um, some went back in time. You know, the one went back and was a pharaoh, uh, Ramatut, or something like that. Okay. Um, one version of ultimately came to, came to conquer. Um, so um, and tried to destroy everything. So right. I think that this is why I thought he was either the original scientist that he mentioned earlier, right. or he was a, a Mortis who was going to be on his way to becoming. Well, because he created the TVA, so I thought it was just going to be kind of a variant of that, right? Or, right. or a very a variation from the comics. Because wasn't Amoritus, He was the he was like the errand boy for the timekeepers in the comics too, wasn't he originally? Yes, that's so they recruited him to start that, and then he ultimately just moved his way up. And, but he was a force for good. He he changed his you know he was a good version right of, of them Kang. of Kang. Um, and that's kind of how I felt this guy was for a little bit. Like um, maybe Immortus. His eccentricity just started to. He became more and more eccentric, and and then ultimately, with how the end of the this, this, the um, the show ended, I I knew it wasn't him. Right. So. So. That brings up a really interesting point because that again that would be another fantastic tie into the Fantastic Four. For them to lead into there, um, and then. God, I didn't even think about that. Because I forgot all about that Kang was Franklin. Um, you guys hear me now? Yep, we can hear you. Okay. Yep. Can there you hear go. us? Yep. We got it sorted. Uh, and uh, that's everyone how a bill becomes law. Um, <laughs> so we just went over that. Uh, B-Rob cool. schooled us all on that, and you missed it. So now you don't know how a bill becomes law. Ah, uh, dang it. You're going to have to watch Schoolhouse Rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. He's just a bill. Um, no, we were just going over um, who we thought um, He Who Remains was, and B-Rob oh. brought up that he thought it was, at this point, I didn't know. Um, he thought that it might have been Franklin Richards, which is the ancestor of Reed Richards, the original scientist. And then okay. a version of him became Kang, and then another version became... Uh, Moritus, who was uh, B Rob, what were you saying? He was a version of good force of good. Yeah, so he he was a good version of Kang that ultimately um, worked for TVA and worked for the sacred timeline to preserve the sacred timeline and to better humanity. So this also reminds me also. Um, it is Franklin, right? Because Nathan was his son, right? No, Franklin was his son. Nathan, okay, so it's maybe it's Nathan, it's maybe it's Nathaniel. Nathan, yeah, it's Nathan and Nathaniel. There we go. Okay, yep. that's that's what it is. I because I'm I, I said Franklin the whole time. I'm like I'm pretty sure that's his son. You know, Franklin's so. Reed's son. Franklin yeah. was the one who they thought was a mutant up until right. this last year, which was disproved. Right. He's not a mutant. So, um, right, so it's Nathan. It's Nathan. Then um, this also reminds me a lot of the Ultimates storyline, where the Reeds came together to control the timelines and to control everything. Um, this is what I start. Once we start digging deeper into this, this is what I started thinking of was the Ultimates storyline. And how it bled over into the 616 universe and all that. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of possibilities. I just. I don't know. There's a lot that but they can do. With what, this. That's kind of what I that's kind of what I thought. Kyle, you agree? I agree because I have no point of reference on that. Good. Yep. 
uh, we're back to Renslayer and Mobius, and he's like, I think people are ready to um, know the truth now. She's like, you know, which truth? You know, what did she say? She said, well, he did point out that Sylvie is not capable of trusting anyone. That comes into play. And he says, yeah, Mobius says, you know, don't you think we need to tell everyone that the TVA is a lie? And she's like, you know, basically why? That someone created the timekeepers? They created this whole place. They gave us purpose. Again, that brings us back to B-Rob's... Um, what was it you said about him? That um, what I thought about him originally? Yeah. That I thought he was the scientist that... <clears throat> So he was the original scientist that was found found the time travel tech, went back, found the multiple universes, and then different versions of him uh, all kind of came together to share to share okay. items and things and ideas that would better their respective universes. But then it turned into a war, and the different versions started. You know, one went back to ancient Egypt, became, I think, Pharaoh Ramatut or something like that. One ultimately comes, came to conquer, um, and they all essentially try to take each other out. Right, right. Um, and that's where she said, I had to believe there was a reason. Kyle, that might be our cover right there, Renslayer. That's a good, <clears throat> that's a good pause there for that. Just like... <laughs> You need to find that. Need to stop it when your head's doing this. That one. When, she, when she's got that moment, like I did, like. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Mm. If you guys see it, tell me, and we'll pause it. Um, and Mobius. I mean, he actually starts raising his voice on this one. He's like, "I've seen the horror waiting for people when they get proned, and there's nothing necessary about that." And Rensselaer's like, "Do you know what would happen if we didn't prune the time?" Ruin the timeline. He's like, what? She's like, death, chaos. He's like, what about free will? She's like, free will? Only one person gets free will. The one in charge. So, good soldiers. Mm -hmm. Mobius quotes, friends across timelines, allies till the end. She's like, shut up. He's like, shut your face, Mobius. Shut your beautiful face. He's like, you know, you changed. And she's like, he's like, you betrayed me. She's like, no, you betrayed me. I looked out for you, hung my neck out for you. You suffer a crisis of faith and turn to those variants. So do you think that Renslayer, she said, e eons of friendship. Do you think that there was line. something more? <sighs> I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think there I was. I think there could have been. But. I mean, well, even over eons. Like that's a lot. That, eons is a lot of time. That's a lot of time to be on make your move. Huh? Right. Maybe for like half an eon, they had a thing. Quarter of an eon. Yeah, I think if they had a thing, there'd be more than just like glass rings on that glass of her table. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and poor TVA janitor. Touche. <laughs> Gotta make the don't donuts. take that black light in there. <laughs> The TVA blacklight, it's this big, and he goes, <laughs> He walks, oh, they've been in here pruning again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. They pruned over on the couch That's, and over on the maybe table. Maybe her pruning. 
That's one of Senorita Minut's other dudes. Will you be Senorita? <laughs> <laughs> you be Senorita, Senorita Minut's tonight. The her her pruning <laughs> her her pruning stick has a secret compartment. She just walks and says, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> Oh, yeah. And she's. Oh, Senor Renslayer. No. <laughs> Senor. No bueno. No, no bueno. God. Say I'm a bad We're timeline. We're going to get some mail over this Say one. I'm a bad <laughs> timeline. Um, they're, you know, they're still arguing. And he's, he's just saying, we can't take away people's free will. Can you, you know, do you not see that? He's like, she's like, what are you, you know, he's like, what are you doing? She's like, what I need to do? She opens the time door. And he's just saying, maybe we can build this into something better. And she's like, I'm sorry, Mobius. He's like, I'm not going to let you go. He starts up the secret compartment on the pruning stick. And she's like, even with that, you're a no danger to me. He's like, is that what you think? He goes after her. He's like, let's see. And he goes to prune her. And she kicks him in the ding ding and he's on the ground. Yeah, he's not much of a fighter, that Mobius. No, he's he's more of a lover. Yeah. Is he, though? Eons? I, if he got her to dress up as Senorita Minutos, Minutes. Um, I wonder what their office Halloween parties were like. Because they could have got, you know, helicopters. Like, for, yeah, from like any era of time. It, would you think it would be like interdimensional TV on Rick and Morty? Exactly what it'd be like. Like he'd come as eye hole man. He's like, oh my eye holes, <laughs> and she'd be like the Smeagol's, Lucky Smeagol's Smeagol charms. What was it? Uh oh shit. Um, it's been a bit since I've watched. I need to go back and rewatch Interdimension. Or do you that think was, it would be like there's two episodes of that, right? Yeah, there's two. Yeah. Or do you think there was? It was like the Labyrinth Ball. Oh, and, and they could pull like David Mo- Bowie in to sing the whole time, or it could have just been Mobius in a David Bowie costume with his bulge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact: uh, David Bowie's bulge got Best Supporting Actor that year in the, uh, the Academy Awards. Shut up! Yeah, it's nominated. Was it really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I was about to Google David Bowie's bulge. Well, I mean, fact check me all you want. Go ahead. No, no, I believe you. Uh, Chofe, we need you to fact check aisle three. Mm-hmm. Chofe, fact check aisle three, please. Aisle three. God. She's standing over him. She puts down the club, deactivates it. And he's not really trying to get up, is he? He's like, I'm hurt. She kicked me in my pride. <laughs> he goes, where are you going? She goes, in search of free will. And that's the end of Judge Renslayer that we see right now. Mm-hmm. We're back in the tower, the castle, and he's telling them, you know, I understand your objections. My methods are deceptive. But the mission, it never was. So he's telling them in a long, drawn-out way that the ends justify the means. 
He's like, without me, without the TVA, everything burns. Loki goes, what are you afraid of? And he thinks for a minute. And then he comes to this conclusion that, you know, me, I'm afraid of me. I'm the greatest threat. So he goes, and who are you? <clears throat> he said, oh, I've been dubbed many names by many people. A ruler, a conqueror. At this point, when he said a conqueror, that's when I go, he who remains a jerk. That's when I went, okay, it's definitely Kang. But then if you look it up, he's, uh, he's a combo of three different entities. This, this Kang is. It's Kang, he who remains. He who remains was actually a little-known character. I had to look this part up. He was a little-known character in the comics who was only around for a couple issues. But he was like the final director of the TVA. He was the final... Um, and then he created the Timekeepers. The first set of Timekeepers went rogue and evil. They got destroyed. He created another set, and then that's where... Um, what'd you say? Uh, who worked for them? B-Rob, I'm drawing a blank here. We just talked uh, about him. Immortus. Immortus, yeah. And then they brought in Immortus to serve those Timekeepers, and they were actually good Timekeepers. So this guy's a combo of all three of those characters. This... This Lando Calrissian like conqueror. He is very Donald Glover esque. So he, I mean, mm -hmm. he, well, even the way he's wearing his cape. Yeah. Right. And I think that's why I liked him. And he's just telling me it's you think not. It was coffee in that little decanter thing, or it was Colt forty five malt liquor. It. <laughs> whatever they drank on Jabba's is what he had. Smooth. Smooth. I want this little watch that has like the little uh, melty man in it. He's telling a story now. He's like, a long time space ago. Space Play-Doh. It's Space Play-Doh. He's like, a long time ago, a variant of myself lived on Earth in the 31st century. And that's when I knew it was Kang. He was a scientist and he discovered that there were universes stacked on top of his own. He, so his variant discovered the multiverse. And while he was doing this, other versions were doing the same thing. And so they all made contact. And then there was peace. Where they, I love your shoes, I love your hair, nice, nice hair, nice nose, etc. They shared technology and knowledge, exactly what B-Rob was describing earlier. Yeah. Using the best of the universes to improve the others. And how does that apple still there? He's been eating it the entire episode. Space Apple. Oh, Space Apple. Yeah. And he said, there was others of me that were not so, so pure of heart. To some of us, new worlds meant only one thing, new lands to be conquered. And this is where he's talking about the Kang version of him. Peace between realities was shattered and there was a war. So this is a multiversal war. I guess you could say is the the easiest way of putting it. Yeah. B Rob, was this part in the, was this in the comics? I couldn't remember. I don't think so. If it is, it wasn't to this extent. Because this was very very detailed, but I can't. If anything, this would have been in the Avengers. I would think maybe even Fantastic Four, but I cannot remember either one of them having this 
extent to, of this. Yeah, I don't uh, think it was Avengers. It would have been fantastic. It, it was. Yeah, I think. But I, I don't think it went into this level of detail. Who was he the first villain of? Was it Avengers or Fantastic Four? I want to say it was Fantastic Four. I, I'm pretty sure it was Fantastic Four. If you all know, let us know. But I'm pretty sure that's who, he, that's who they're that's who he's always associated with. Right. Except for the Renslayer arc, who she's based off of. Right. That's when he brought them in to impress her. And then I love the uh, Amen singing part. And he's just this guy's just out of it. I think that's why I like him. He's like, this is the end of it. He's like, no, this is where we diverge. He's like, the first variant encountered a creature created from all the tears in reality, capable of consuming time and space itself. Dun, dun, dun. Kyle, who was it? That was Elioth, right? Yep. Yeah. I got one. Yay! Which we were butchering that pronunciation like last two episodes. When are we never not butchering the pronunciation? Especially me. Elioth. Aliath. How do you pronounce it, B-Rub? It's a... What was it? Aliath. 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 Is it Aliath? And... Yeah. I thought that's how they called it in the show. I thought that's what it was, too. They did, and then we went back and rewatched it with it muted in the subtitles. We butchered the... So that's why we call him Ali. Yeah. <laughs> do you think... So you brought up the apple. Right. Do you think that uh, Apple is trying to convey like maybe some sort of biblically influenced symbology? Like the fall of man? Symbolism. Symbology? Is that the word? Symbolism. Symbolism? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the fall of man? Like the, yeah, he's eating from the, there's some knowledge that he shouldn't have had and that he found. Well, yeah. I never thought of it that way. And then Ali would be the snake. Ooh. Ooh, we may be onto something. All right, carry on. <laughs> um, I really want this watch though. And he said I the ended I ended the, the multiple. Senorita Minute? What? Senorita Minute? Um Chof, we're gonna need you to at our next get together dress up as Senorita Minute. Or Hughes. You guys can fight for the number one spot. And he says that he he conquered everyone else, and now there is ages and ages and ages of cosmic harmony. And he said, you came to kill the devil, right? What's that? No, no nothing. He just tells him, if, if you think I'm evil, well, you know, I'm not. Just wait to, compared to me, my variants are way evil. He's talking about all the different variants that he's defeated. So, okay, after the, and that's the gambit. So after this part here, did you all think this was extremely self-serving? Because we know Kang's the conqueror. I thought at this point, I'm like, okay, he's lying to them because he just wants to preserve this timeline where he's in charge. That's all it is. That's what I was thinking at this moment. 
Yeah. He's keeping Agreed. all the others it was in very check. Yep. Or what we find out, I guess. And so are we going with that he is not Kang, but one of his variants is Kang? Or not even a variant, it'd be from another This is a this is an this is a variant Kang. This is one who is No, say, no, 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 no. Because he said all the other versions of him were from the other, you know, the universe or the the timelines were stacked, right? right. Different times. And so what he's controlling, like all the variants that we see are variations in just this timeline, right? Right. Off, variations off the sacred timeline, which is just con contained to this universe, not the other universes or the other ones that are stacked. So the the... Other versions of himself were in the infinite other universes, not as variants. So they weren't technically variants. They were just other versions. They weren't variants as we know the variants in this show. So do you think that brings up a good question? Do you two think that there was multiple sacred timelines and the only reason this is a sacred timeline is because he's pruning everything else shooting off from it? This is one reality that he liked where he won. And because he pruned and cut off every other thing, that's why this is the sacred timeline. Or is this yes. the one that keeps evil version? Well, maybe they are variants. The more I think about it, I think I made it too complicated. But this is the version that keeps the evil ver. This is the version of the timeline that keeps the evil version of himself at bay. Well, I think so. I think this is. I, th I still think maybe this is the original scientist and over uh, the entire time and he had very good intentions early on. Mm -hmm. And I think similar to how like all the Lokis were, were, were bad. And then ultimately overall this time, golden age Loki became good and like sacrificed himself when no right. other Loki. Would. I think this guy went the opposite way became very self-involved, very eccentric, very wrapped up in what he's created. And that's one reason in knowing that Loki is so, um, you can never tell what he's going to do is one reason why he wanted them all pruned. Right. Cause he's been charges the whole time. And that's one reason why all those Lokis were sent to the void and ultimately eaten by Ali. Ali. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I mean, so that's what I think. I think I think he just warped into this eccentric being that was very, you know, just overcome with running everything. So two part question to that. So uh, number one, you think this is Nathaniel then Richards? Yes. The original number two. Do you think the reason that he is so eccentric right now is because he killed off every other version of himself? He's seen like <clears throat> there's wars, but now there's, multiversal wars where they're bringing in everything from their universes from their multiverses to ensure that they survive yeah i think i think just that combined with just all that time alone and all that knowledge mm -hmm. would make almost anyone go crazy or you're so focused on you know i think about um the um Oh, the Simon Pegg movie where he's a cop and like the whole town, the greater good. Hot fuzz. Uh, 
Yeah, hot fuzz. Hot I think fuzz. of that kind of that mentality sinks in when you have all this knowledge and you know how so many things are going to play out. And you think that by you running the show, you're going to be helping everybody and doing the greater good, even if there is some bad. Um, I just think, you know, again, good soldiers follow orders. And I think that's what he's pushed down and warped uh, Ravana into being. So, Kyle? I'm still trying to wrap my head around now what I thought was the multiple timelines to what the multiple timelines are because I confused myself thinking of the, the whole stacking. Right. And I'm trying to wrap around like where he is because didn't Ravona explain that this void or where he is now is the convergence of all the timelines. Yes. Where they all converge and where they all end and everything just, how she do it, like everything just stops. Yeah, it's the end of all time. The end of all time. And so, and she did, did she did say that, right? Like it's the convergence mm-hmm. of all these other timelines. Like right. they all end here. She said regardless. that last episode, at the beginning of yeah. last episode. And so that's why I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. And time, tra- like you said, time travel hurts. And... <clears throat> trying to explain it or how they do it and you just kind of got to go with it but it i guess it makes a little bit more sense here in a couple of minutes as we get a little further into it maybe or it's right. a hell of a lot more confusing one <clears> to <throat> i think both you know loki asked him you know why would you give this up because he tells them you know do you two want to take over and he looks at him and he goes buddy i am I'm tired. And he's like, I'm, you know, I'm way older than I look. This guy could be thousands and thousands and thousands or millennia of years old. Yeah. Like this, Eons. This game is for the young, the hungry. And he's like, I've gone through a lot of scenarios trying to find the right person to take the spot. I looked at my wife at this point. I looked at Lily at this point and I go, is this like the weirdest cosmic Willy Wonka ever? <laughs> I was kind of thinking, thinking the Santa Claus. It actually takes more of the Santa Claus turn. Yeah, it does, doesn't <laughs> it? <clears throat> Where's Bernard? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And he's like, you know, <laughs> you guys take over. You return to the TVAs, the benevolent rulers, tell the workforce. Work, work first, workforce who they are and what it is that you, they do. <clears throat> and Sylvie's just like, just daggers in her eyes. And, you know, they're just going back and forth. He's explaining, you know, it's nothing personal. This is what we have to do. She's like, it was personal to me. And this is the first part where we hear him raise his voice. He's like, grow up. Grow up, Sylvie. Murder hypocrite. He's like, we're all villains here. And that's the first time that I actually thought about this because he said we've all done horrible terrible horrific things yeah all three of them are villains i never thought of that we got all the bad guys because you know this show's about loki it's like oh so he's the hero of the show no he's still a villain he's still a villain but i thought he was the hero of the show you know what i mean yeah he's like the what do we say the the anti-villain yeah instead of instead of the anti-hero mm-hmm and then I thought, okay, well, maybe Sylvie's the hero. 
And then, you know, we started hearing this weird rumbling, almost like thunder. We could hear, and he start, stops and looks around, he's like, we just crossed the threshold. And he just starts going this crazy laugh, and you can hear the thunder again. And, you know, it, it's zooming out on him right now. And then he just starts grabbing stuff and, like, dropping it. And I didn't really get this part. My guess is that thing's supposed to float. Uh, I think said, it was just him testing, like, because he should know. What, I mean, he knows everything that's going to happen or will happen up uh -huh. to a point. Yeah, he said, I fibbed earlier. I know everything that's going to happen to a point. You know, seven, eight, nine, ten seconds ago is where he knew. And then if you look, that rainbow road starts getting little branches. And then that's the point I figured out that was the sacred timeline. That's the timeline that this castle is basically riding on. Mm -hmm. And you see the branches. That's actually a pretty cool little shot right there. And he's telling, you know, I'm being candid. And both Loki, Loki, our Loki's like, that's it. You know, this is what happens at the end of time. He, you know, Loki's not impressed at all. And now you're mm. just going to sit there and tell us to decide your fate. And say, like, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? And uh, this part is what intrigued me. He said, you either take over my life. You know, take over my life's work continues or you plunge a blade in my chest and an infinite amount of me starts another multiversal war and I just end up right back here anyways. And he just laughs because he is just sure that he'll be in charge. Reincarnation, baby. So this made me think that <clears throat> time is circular. He's talking about crossing the threshold. And then the reincarnation line that it's just a loop and it's going to keep replaying like it's Groundhog Day, but on a huge scale. Yeah, I'll go with that. He pulls out something. His little watch thingy. Was that the watch thingy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. And he can he hands it over to them. He's like, I love this. And it's glowing. And he's telling, you know, I, I love all this. This is this is the place he wants to be. And he is just this crazy uncle at this point. Yeah. Just the look. He plays this he plays this so good. He like does. the facial expressions. Everything he has going on. It... He's a great actor. And Sylvie goes to... It's a very touching moment. Until Sylvie goes to get up and kill him and Loki pulls her back. It's like, Sylvie, stop. She's like, how about we finish what we started and kill him? He uses a telekinesis to pull her back. And they start fighting. And she's like, you know, get him to tell the truth. And he's, Loki's like, I believe him. And she goes, he's a liar, Loki. He goes, so am I, but I believe him. Like, is what he's saying and saying yes, but he's telling the truth. And then he's in the back going, hey, you better hurry. Timeline's branching. And it's just this 
great dialogue between the two of them. And Loki finally admits, you know, you kill the dictator, what fills the void? And then Sylvie goes, oh, you want the throne. And Loki's, you know, I don't want the throne. I, at this point, I believed, I believed our Loki. I did. Yeah. And so basically saying take out one evil, something else will fill the void. I mean, that's kind of how universal law works, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Something's going to fill that vacuum. It's you can't have light without dark. Mm. And there's always going to be something there to take one of their places. And it's just Loki's trying to convince her, hey, maybe killing him is not the right thing to do. But, you know, he's trying to say, you should have trusted me, but you've never trusted me, have you? He's like, he's telling her, can't you see this is bigger than our experience? Hiddleston did a great job on this part here. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, you know, and he's like, you can't trust. And he's like, I can't be trusted. That's the, I think the ultimate conundrum there, isn't it? He looks so sad. Like, he's selling it hard. Is, then she tries to stab and kill him, and he's going after her. But it kind of looks like he's not actually trying to kill her. No, he's he's on the defensive. He's... Yeah. She hits him with her powers, and then he he pulls a book and hits her in the hand, and he goes to block the sword strike. Like I said, it's just a fight scene. It's just a it's it's a really nice fight scene. It's not spectacular. But it's now I think the dialogue is what made it for me. And well, then he that remains sitting at his desk, just like in the edge of his seat, just watching this fight play out, like not saying anything, but his facial expressions as he was watching it play out. And he's like, "Ooh, oh, like <laughs> two Lokis. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. One Loki. <laughs> I think Lokis. the fight was a very good physical representation of just their relationship as a whole. Terminus. Yeah, just back mm-hmm. and forth. Him being on the offensive, defensive a lot, and her being on the offensive. Because all she knows yeah. is offense, and all he knows yep. is defense. Oh, deep thoughts with B Rob. You gonna drop the mic on that one? Yeah, that's why I can only be on like every thirty episodes. Because <laughs> yeah, gonna save it all up. Man, that was deep. That was. That was really like, I don't, good, though. Not, I'm not saying that, that just to get you back on the show again, but that was really episode now, good. Actually. I'm trying to bring my A-game because I'm trying to move on to the, the upper echelon of podcasts. <laughs> oh, so we're just a stepping stone. It, well, see. aren't we? Oh, well, I guess so. Yeah, I mean... Peter, I was going to move on to bigger and better things. He's not wrong. And I'll have two iPads. <laughs> <laughs> And then he'll have Wi-Fi upstairs. Mm-hmm. Fancy right. Wi-Fi. I won't have these technical difficulties. Oh, that fancy big city Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you don't have that, Kyle. No, I hate your internet. You go, yeah, I hate look. my internet. So if he's like, kill me, take your throne. And, you know, they continue fighting. And she hits him and he disappears. She does this awesome slow motion overhead swing. Mm-hmm. And Loki appears and her sword is at, at his neck. He's like, Sylvie, yeah. wait. 
He that remains is watching intently. He likes to watch. Well, I mean, okay. It's Loki's fight. Mm-hmm. He's it's a whole new category. It <laughs> brings a whole new category to self-hate. <laughs> he puts Loki puts his hands on Sylvie's shoulders and he's like, you know, I've I've been where you are, I know how you feel. And like you see the tears in both their eyes. He's like, All I know, and I I swear I, I'm like, he's gonna say, I love you. I love you. He's like, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, you bitch. Right. That's kind of what I've where you were too. Oh, the tears did fall. There were tears dropping. There we go. He says, I don't want a throne. Uh, what did he say? Here we go. I don't want a throne. I, I just... just wait for it. Dramatic pause. I just want you to be okay. Boo. Sylvie starts sniffing. They both drop their swords. And we finally have the kiss. Mm-hmm. That's been building up for five episodes. He that remains just back there. His little hands clasped. He's like, oh, it's so weird, but it's so sweet. When then did you notice the little, the little spark of the time door that started? Yeah. And then what did she tell him? I'm sorry, Loki. I'm not you. Is that what, what she said? Say? I think that's what she said. But I'm not yeah, you. But I'm not. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she used her power, pushed him back to the TVA. He runs back, and the time door is gone. And then you just see, like, heartbroken Loki. Mm-hmm. We see Sylvie. She had grabbed that time stone is the best way I can describe it. And okay. When she moved the desk away, was that telekinesis or was that her strength? Mm, I'm thinking telekinesis because she did like a little swoosh. What do you think? It was a little swooshy. I thought it was her strength. I thought she actually touched it. Let's look at it again. Ah, that's telekinesis because we haven't seen her use that up until now. That's mind bullets. <laughs> She's got the power to move you if you're a desk. <laughs> See, he, he looked like excited for this to happen. Yeah. Well, then this is the weirdest part. If I would get stabbed, I wouldn't say I'll see you soon and then wink at you and then chuckle. That's good to know. If it ever comes up. If you stab me, I will probably wet myself i hope you won't be like i'll see you soon like oh shit i fucked up (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna haunt me now they're like i will eat your soul he just slouches down so you know him saying i will see you soon he's talking about the other versions of himself this is the whole reincarnation thing he was talking about i don't know he's got a scheme there's a thing happening that we don't know and then we see it panning out and we see the timeline just branching and the branches have branches now. And they have two branches and they have two branches. And this is how timelines are born. 
Oh. It's beautiful. Chaotic. Beautiful and frightening at the same time. Look at all of them. Them little synapses firing off. Ooh. And then you see... Okay. (laughs) No, I was thinking the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Back at the TVA, you see B-15 and Mobius. And said, so, you know, one of them goes, there's no turning back now. And he goes, who said anything about turning back? Mobius goes, for all time. And B-15 says, always. And they're watching just these timelines just go past the thresh. Mm-hmm. Loki's sitting there just all disheveled and like very, very sad. Sad Loki. Mm-hmm. This is the variant where he's very sad. Sloki. Sloki. <laughs> Sloki. He's a great Pokemon. Yep. So, Loki is... You know, we can describe this more, but he's sad. Yeah. It's a whole lot of... It's a lengthy, sad-faced Loki. For like a good 45 seconds of sadness. At least. We're still in the sadness right now. Would you say it's infinite sadness? No, uh, more melancholy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, what do you think today? <laughs> well, he snaps out of it, though. Or he, gets, he goes on a purpose. He's very purposeful. Very purposeful. Yeah. He hears alarms blaring. Loki runs out, and like the TVA is going nuts. Like Everyone's running everywhere. And you see more TVA uh, Minutemen saying reporting to the armory. So something big's happened. We know what that something big is. It's the timeline, sacred timeline branched. Mm-hmm. Across the threshold. All right, B-Rob, you, what did Go ahead, Kyle. What, I'll say when you saw that branching and that happening, you would see, you saw branches crossing other branches, too. If you, like, if you looked at it, you would see that there's some intersecting branches. Realities crossing. Mm-hmm. So, B-Rob, what did you think of this part? Like, what did you, what direction you think that they were going? When Loki's there in the, when he's hearing all the alarms and taking off running, yep. or? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't sure. I feel like I thought he was running back to, I mean, I, I think he was looking for his bro. And they were gonna. He was gonna try and figure out a way to to, to get back to Sylvie. Right. He calls him Brobius. Uh, <laughs> right. Brobius. Sub Brobius. Um, <laughs> so. That's what you were. I was. I was the same way. Kyle, were you? Yeah. About the same. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting what happens to happen. And at this point, um. They said there's 63 new, 63 new branches, and I didn't catch this the first time, but where we're paused at right now, does he want us to just let them all branch? Keyword, does he want us? Keywords. I didn't oh, catch that. Oh, I didn't catch that either. No, I didn't catch that. That's why we rewatch them. Together. Uh-huh. And that's what yeah. tells you there's something up. At this point, how are we going to stop it? And It's like, hey, and Moby's like, what? What'd you say? And it's like, it's done, Mobius. We made a terrible mistake. B-15 is like, what's done? We freed the timeline. We found him beyond the storm. 
a citadel at the end of time. And they're both just looking at him. He's terrifying. He planned everything. <clears throat> He's seen everything. He knows everything. Of course, talking about our man. Mm -hmm. And he's like, now what's happening? Uh, countless different versions of a very powerful man. He's like, Moby's like, take it easy. You're an analyst, right? What are you talking about? Who are you? What's your name? Boots on the ground now, archives, is what B-15 said. Mobius goes, who are you? And Mobius is waving him in. And we know that the timeline is broken now. Because yep. Mobius doesn't know who he is. And then that statue of one of the timekeepers we saw at the beginning is now... B-Rob, will you explain this, please, and how this... Like, to you and I, this was, like, super exciting. The statue. So, when I saw it, I just automatically was like, okay, well, I know who he is. Mm -hmm. And so that to me represented the Kane the Conqueror version. Right. The soul Kane the Conqueror. And not only does this mean we're going to see the Fantastic Four, um, but this is the next big bad. Yep. Because he controls timelines. He right. controls time. He is, he is time. Yeah, great way of saying it. And this costume, to me, I, I couldn't find any flaws with it besides the helmet. No helmet. But it looked very comic accurate to me. Well, they wouldn't be able to do it with a statue. helmet. Yeah. In the context of this episode. That's true, too. I mean... Then you wouldn't know who it was. I also well, thought it could have been Blade at this point. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Just looking at the face, you no, know. I could see you that. Blade? Yes. Because they've mentioned vampires. Oh, man. I hope we get vampires really soon. I hope we get Blade. Because that's honestly, like, I obviously Kang the Conqueror is the first, but when I saw the statue and I saw the face, I felt like it looked more like uh, Mashahala. Is it? I can't ever say his name. Mashahala Ali, the guy that's going to be playing Blade. Yeah, I. I don't know how I to pronounce it, so I'm not a good one to I ask. you get it to fancy everybody's names up. I, give uh, me a little bit, and I will get it fancied for you. But uh, but he does. That looks more like a to me him than original. When I first looked at it, than um, Jonathan uh, Kane. So right, right. So with that, that was the. End of the episode, we we are now introduced King the Conqueror, who is now canon. Mm -hmm. Who we know is going to be in... We're hoping Fantastic Four, definitely in Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. Now, the end credit scenes, there's only one. I thought it was going to be more than this. They go... We're fast-forwarding a little bit to get to Loki's dossier. Has his name, and then there's a stamp that goes down that says, Loki will return in Season 2. To me, that was super exciting. Because they just confirmed a season two. And which means we're going to continue the story. We're going to get more Sylvie. We're going to get more Loki. When yeah. do you think this season two will happen, though? I'm My guess is next year. Sometime next year. 2022. Before Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I think it happens. Oh. Because Doctor Strange is February. You think it'll happen after multiverse? I think it'll happen after multiverse. 
because then the ramifications of the Multiverse of Madness will hit this show, which will lead into Quantumania. I think you're probably right. I think it comes out before Quantumania and does a lead up to it. Uh, so they did a short run of episodes, though. There's only six in this one. There's typically, what, eight to 12? No, I mean, the other ones? Falcon the Winter Soldier no. was six. Six was to eight. Six? Okay, six whatever, mind then. WandaVision was the only one that was eight. Okay, so what, what yeah. shows do we have? Um, WandaVision? That, well, I mean, that are coming up. Oh, that are coming. Okay, we so. We have We have what? She-Hulk. Yep, She-Hulk. We have What If in but what if three animated. weeks. Yeah. But, so here's the interesting thing. So um, with the What If, we saw Captain Carter. Captain right. Carter has been confirmed for Into the Spider-Verse. Or um, No Way Home. I think it was No Way Home. Or maybe, no, no, no. Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. I'm supposed to have Hawkeye at the end of the year. Well, at some point, they still haven't confirmed it. And Hawkeye's going to lead into the Echo show. And probably either probably Young Avengers and Thunderbolts. Do you think Young Avengers it, will be... Do you think it'll be animated or live? It'll be live. Live. Do you think it'll be a Disney Plus show or a movie? Um, I think... It will be a movie. You think so? I'm going to go the opposite. Um, I'm going to think it's going to be a Disney Plus show because it wasn't on the roadmap. I mean, I think it's still a minute away because right now I think you only have potentially two members. So you still need to introduce several more members, which I think Wiccan and Hulkling could be. Wiccan and Hulkling. Well, we haven't seen Hulkling yet. Oh, uh, Secret Wars. That's another one that's upcoming. And Armor Wars. Those are not Hulkling. Uh, we can through the list of everything they have announced. Moon Knight, Miss yeah, Marvel. We still have to see Hulkling. I wonder if Hulkling's going to be introduced in Secret Wars. Possibly. Because Hulkling is dating Wiccan, isn't he, in the comics? Right, yes. So, and then we have, um, so that would be three. We're going to have Kate Bishop, Hawkeye's Kate successor, Bishop. as the Ooh, new Tim Hawkeye. Tim Roth is coming back in She-Hulk. Who is? Saying so, that Tim Roth will be back in She-Hulk as, as Abomination. Abomination, yeah. Abomination. He's going to be in Shang-Chi first. Do you think that's the same Abomination? Yes. I don't think we'll see Tim Roth. I just think we see the Abomination, Abomination. At- Oh, oh, yeah. What did you see, too? It looks more comic accurate, too, this abomination. Right. Um, and then we also have, we've already been introduced to her, um, but Stature. Um, yeah. Uh, Ant-Man's daughter. We've already been introduced to her, and it's a new character. She's all grown up now. Right. So, and then, I th- oh, and then Iron Lad, too. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Uh, Elijah. We've been introduced to Elijah, too. Yeah. Patriot. uh, What does he go by? Does he go by Patriot? I can't remember. Uh, 
I don't remember. I don't remember either. But we've been introduced to him. And then technically we could be introduced to Iron Lad because Iron Lad is a variant. It's a young version of Kang who doesn't want to become Kang. Right. I um, I don't know. It's hard for me to think that they would put Haley Steinfeld in something that's going to be a Disney Plus show. Because she's but, a big name. But, well, because she's a big name. She's young. You can ride her coattails for a while in movies. She's not one of these. She's not an older Avenger that I feel like. You know, I, I mean, I understand why you use the Han, Tom Hiddleston's, the, mm-hmm. the Olsen, Bettany's for shows because you're you're writing them out, the Renners. Um, so I don't know. Do you I think, think that they're trying? I, I don't think a whole lot will come of as far as moving on to canon from what ifs, other than maybe in Spider Man or Doctor Strange because of the multiverse, multiverse. angle. So what I'm thinking is they're going to have to in this next phase because we're getting fairly no, I don't want to say fairly deep, but we're getting off in some some lore stuff that's not like mainstream, right? Right. So with um the first several movies, I mean everybody knows who Captain America is, everybody knows who Iron Man is, everybody knows who the Hulk is. Like these are all very familiar superheroes. You say everybody, but like this generation probably doesn't know as well um, our versions of these. They are the the newer versions <laughs> in comics. And they don't know the roided up Leafield version of I mean, Heroes they, Are Born. Mm-hmm. They're probably still, I would still say they're more your, your like top tier, easily, more easily recognizable names. And there's probably still some out there. That's where I'm thinking there's going to be We'll have versions of mutants somewhere a lot earlier than we're probably thinking, because they're because Disney's going to want to have some type of level of brand familiarity that I think they're only going to be able to get from throwing in a Wolverine or a Cyclops or something like that, where people are like, okay, I know these characters, I want to go see them. I think we're going to see some of it a little sooner. So here's I the think, thing. I, I don't think we will. I don't think we'll see the X-Men until late in the game because you're aging out all these of all these Avengers. Mm-hmm. Even when you bring in the Fantastic Four, if it's the rumored castings, Krasinski those people are old. those are those are older. Mm-hmm. So I think you utilize the X-Men as that when you get them younger. And then you can ride them longer. I think it's okay. all about that strategy of being able to squeeze as many movies out of a similar cast, even though Marvel and Disney has said they're not going to do these nine picture deals with Anymore, any stars. Yeah. So I think they've already. I think that they've squeezed in mutants without us really, without it being in our face already. Right. With Black Widow. Right. Um, Kyle, you still haven't seen that yet, but I haven't watched it yet. No. Gone. So, I think in Black Widow they have squeezed in a character who, in the comic, is a mutant, and he's referred to by his comic name at one point. So, I think that they might have done that, and then with the introduction 
of Deadpool, who is canon now, he's a mutant. Well, and we had some like slight not. I mean, well, um, we still don't Wanda know Vision, about Pietro. We still don't know about Pietro, but we know like Wanda's finally referred to as her true name, right? Or I guess her, you know, Scarlet whatever. Witch, right? Um, and we had some stuff in Falcon and Winter Soldier when they went to Madripoor and the uh, lady that was that was like upstairs in the club bank. She was actually her character was actually a mutant. Um, I forget her name now. It's like very quick minor role, but when they were in Mad, right. plus all the stuff in Madripoor anyway. There's enough subtle drops that it's definitely there and coming. I just if they're smart, I think you have to strategically place that movie with younger stars so you can. You can make yeah. seven or eight movies. Yeah, I would uh, agree with that. Well, and don't forget, you just can't you can't do that anymore with the Avengers. And you can't do that with um, Guardians anymore either. Yeah, and I'll be shocked at the next Guardians if you don't lose. I, I my 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 prediction is neither Drax nor Rocket make it out of that one. Yeah, I will. I'll go with that. Um, yeah. Oh, we're we're gonna. I think we're gonna see the killing off of several. Well, and then right. we have Shang Chi. He's fairly young, right? So I think they might keep him. Um, and you know the rumored he's in two movies already. You've got um, Charlie Cox as Daredevil. They're right. pulling him in. And so. I think I think they'll. I still think they'll bring in John Bernthal. I think, think so? he's gonna be. I think he'll be Punisher. a part of that with us patriot or us agent when they do that dark avengers or thunderbolts whatever thunderbolts. you think it's gonna be, you think it's gonna be more thunderbolts i think yeah i think it'll be the thunderbolts because i think that's when you bring in yelena too i mean because she's not they, a hero right so they are they bringing him in as the punisher or is something different punisher okay well and then Zemo was part of Thunderbolts too. Yep. I mean, they've already set the stage for Thunderbolts. I don't know why they would. And especially with the Countess mm-hmm. now too. I, I just think that it's the table is being set. So do you think that they're going to bring in who do you think they're going to bring in for the Iron Man character? Like Justin Hammer? God, I hope. I, I just don't see Sam Rockwell doing well in that. I don't either, but like maybe like someone from his company. You know what I mean, though. Like somewhere, like a competing technology, like an anti-Iron yeah, Man. I just don't think that Hammer. I think we'll see. Ham- I think we'll see Rockwell in Iron Wars. Right. But I just I don't see him being able to pull off that character. Well, did you guys also see another character we haven't mentioned who's very, very young is Tom Holland. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's that's also a Sony character. Sony owned. But did you see what um, Kevin? Is it Feige? I can never pronounce it right. Um, yeah, Kevin. Kevin. You see what Kevin. he said about Venom this week? Yeah, I did not. Uh, he basically someone asked him, you know, it's bullshit that Venom is outside of the Marvel Universe. How can you have Spider-Man, but not Venom? It's two separate things. And he basically said, you just never know what's on the table. Right. 
which makes me think something's going to happen. Because you know, I, oh. I just think I think to ultimately beat Carnage, I think he has to show up. I think Spider Man, at some in some variation, has to be there to help Venom. Because yeah, well, Carnage is stronger than Venom. Right. So yeah. So. Well, with that, that has been the end of our Nurky of Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, Were you disappointed? A little bit. Me too. I was a little bit disappointed. I I I expected something bigger. I expected this, this big revelation. Probably has been my least favorite show. Really? Because that's because of my disappointment. I can see that. I. I thoroughly enjoyed this show up until the end of this, of six. Like, because I right. was disappointed in it, but it, I thought it was a great written show. The visuals are amazing. Yeah. The acting was great. Everything was on point, but because of my preconceived notion of going into this, I think that's hurt it. And we've talked about that before with the mix match, not just like this show, but, everything the other the other movies and everything like well that's not how this is supposed to be it was done this way but like this is its own thing mm-hmm. like you see you know sylvie is a mashup of uh essentially two characters right um so now we're seeing that king is also a mashup or he that remains or whatever he is right now this version that we've seen of him is a mashup but we'll probably see the other um i think that's where like I said, people get the preconceived notion, like, this is what I want to see because this is what happened in 616 or this is what happened in whatever. But then, like, this is its own thing. No, that's the thing. It's it's not even that for me. It's not my... I, I have preconceived notions of what I want to see, but I'm okay with things changing. I just don't... I had hoped it would, it would push the story further than it did. Just with however okay. they're going. Yes, I, I will go get behind that. I don't think it gave us enough to really, and it's like you said, it's amazing. All these shows are amazing and I enjoy them all. Um, But I feel like with WandaVision, that Agatha Harkness push. Yeah. Really, really helped me get there. The Falcon Winter Soldier, the the Zemo, the, uh, I mean, there were just so many, the um, Agent 13. I mean, there were just so many things that I felt propelled that further along Mm -hmm. story-wise. And, and make me anticipate and want more. Whereas this one, I'm just now like, I mean, I, I want more obviously because I want fantastic four. I right. don't. And I love the Loki character, but I don't want more Loki necessarily. I want, um, more, I want, I want, more, I want fantastic four. <laughs> Wait, was that multiverse B Rob? That no, was. There was, that was terrifying. That was multiverse B Rob. It was my technology sucks in whatever dimension I'm in. So. <laughs> uh, like you know, at the end of the episode, he's saying, "Like well, now you're gonna, basically so now you're going to have to deal with infinite versions of me, with infinite versions of you know motivation and whatever they want to do." Like I didn't feel like I should be scared. Like oh no, be a bunch of this guy coming around now. Like I, I think. <laughs> Creepy uncle coming around. Yeah, the kid just sitting eating apples in the corner by the fireplace. Like, there's going to be a bunch of those guys. They don't really seem that threatening. He didn't seem that threatening, in which I know he wasn't a threatening version. Right. 
from what I can tell, he was the one that was kind of keeping all everything together. And so I don't but then think he, but you could see he was almost like getting his rocks off by telling him, I'll see you soon. He because he knew what was coming. He wasn't almost. He was completely getting his rocks off. Did you see that shitty smile he had the whole time? Mm-hmm. Right. But like they didn't they didn't sell the threat. I, I, I think that's maybe what you're feeling, Beater. Like I didn't I don't feel like they sold the threat. Sold the right. threat. I mean, I, I want to be scared. Like mm-hmm. I want to know, like I'm like I like I am scared when Agatha gets out of there. Like we know she's going to now because they said she's coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, am, I would be terrified. Agent thirteen, she's going to be pissed. I'm scared for the world with what the fuck she's going to do. Yep. with the knowledge she has. So I mean, I just I'm not. I I'm worried because I know the backstory of Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. But if I'm just watching the show, that doesn't make me. And I think that's where I kind of was kind of like Kyle was saying, like, I want it to be a little different. Um, and that's why certain things about the Black Widow movie didn't bother me as much. But again, I don't see how it furthered the storyline the way things ended. And I think that's my problem. And these people are a lot smarter than me. Like I've said all along, that's why they do these things. But right. it doesn't. I feel like as a fan, I should be wanting so much more than I do right now, especially as what I, I think I'm a super fan. So I'm again, not disagreeing with a single thing you're saying. I completely wholeheartedly agree. Um, with that, I mean, what do you guys think? Were you disappointed by the end? Were you thrilled with the end? What did you think of the series? Um, Let's discuss it. Let us know. Talk um, about it in the Discord. Link in the back. In the Discords. We got some cool episodes coming up. Um, we're getting back to some original content. Um, we will be doing the beer episode soon. And I'm going to try and get Woo-hoo! try and get the boys together for that. And we will have to get Chof for that. We know little Chof loves his little beer. Mm-hmm. Might get him on. Um, but we're going to have B-Rob and try and get Justin in for that. Um, you know, we got a couple episodes coming up that I'm super excited about, and now we won't be um nurking doing two nurkies a week. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> then I applaud you guys for that, man. It's a that's a task in itself. Oh, Just trying to get together for one regular episode, but then when you put two nurkies on there, I mean, it's that's tedious for you guys. So it is, but it's it, for You're me, fine. it's a labor of love. Yeah. Speaking of tedious and labor of love, um, at some point we got to get back to Marvel. Yep. Yep. We got to get back to the uh, w- phase two. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we only got through phase one. But yeah, now let's um, let's plan on doing that. We'll probably that'll probably start back up. I'd say around September. Yeah, because honestly, because Black Widow is one that I think that I probably want to talk about more than most than a lot of them you know what i mean i feel like it was for what it was and what it means and what happened i mean i just think that that was a really good one i liked black black widow a lot there was out of all my friends i haven't seen a single one that said i just hated it and it was terrible they all said yeah no it was good would i rank it my top five i don't know if it would be my top five Mm. it would be in my top ten just because yeah, it, 
I enjoyed it a lot, and it furthered the story. It would have made more sense after Civil War, though. Yes. Totally. So, had it um, got released after Civil War? It's definitely my top ten. It's definitely my top ten. It might be like six or seven, so just outside my top five. So, Kyle, what about you? Opinion <laughs> yet? I was going to watch it last night and with the kid, and then she didn't want to watch it. And she's like, you know, because it's uh, was at Disney Plus, and you can pay like thirty dollars to watch it now. Yep. Yeah. She's like, you're just going to pay thirty dollars for something. I'm not going to watch all the way through. I'm like what? Ass. All right. Fine. It was worth. You're gonna it watch was worth it. I believe I saw B Rob post that he uh, went to the theater, then came home and bought it. Yep. And then when the digital copy comes out, I'm going to be buying that too. Yeah. And then the four year old. I'll be getting that. My four year old daughter. Um, she was more engaged into it than I thought it, she was going to be. I mean, she went with her girl power Marvel shirt. It has Gamora, Manus, Scarlet Witch, and Black Widow on it. She had her Black Widow action figure. So, so awesome. Yeah, she she loved she loved it. It was it was slow in parts, obviously for a four year old, but she uh, she enjoyed it. That's and so she awesome. she asked me to she asked me today when we were going to watch it here at the house. So. Nice. <clears throat> wow. That is truly commendable that you do that with your with your daughter. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm lucky, man. I'm just glad they like that stuff. So. You are very lucky because I'm. My hope is my four year old, and I'm getting there. Um, remind me, I'll send you some pictures of the uh, buttons that I've the pins that I've ordered in for Disney for the girls and I. Got a lot of cool Star Wars ones. Um, pins like the trading pins. The trading pins, yeah. I got a lot of cool ones. I got a lot of rare ones too now. <coughs> I can What'd you do? Buy them off eBay? Um, some off eBay. Uh, Amazon has a lot now too that are cheap. Really? Yeah. Did you I'll buy them to go and do that or did you just buy them to collect them? Both. Okay. Um, because they have like uh, this Star Wars Hoth set that was like six bucks, seven bucks on sale. Yeah. So I bought two sets, one to keep here and then one for there. And then I got ended up getting a Bad Batch set. Um, that they just came out with and it's limited run. Then I'm like, damn it, I really want to keep these. So I got another set that I'm going to keep here. Right. So <clears throat> I always it. just get on eBay and buy like the, the cheap ones just right. to trade. Cause you can just go like to any cast member and get whatever you want and give them a crap one. Yep. <laughs> so Yeah. No, and it's true. And that would be yeah. a whole episode in itself too. Yeah. So with that, this has been every man's guide to nerddom. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle, and thanks again, B-Rob, for joining us. Thank you, B-Rob. And uh, wherever you guys are today, tonight, morning, evening, whatever time it is, um, be good to each other. And we will see you next time. See ya. It could get elevated. Nerdcore could rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word. MCs shied away from.